and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. What's up? Oh, are we doing the Budweiser thing? Because that would be no. hella annoying. <laughs> Is that a Budweiser thing? Yeah. yeah. It's one of the Budweiser commercials. Oh, okay. Well, apparently we are hella what, obnoxious, like a Twilight convention or something like that. <laughs> so just trying to stay on brand. Best on. bad review ever. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sup, dudes and dudettes. Welcome to the day. I don't know when this is releasing, so welcome to the day that is... <laughs> what do you mean you don't know when it's releasing? It releases on Thursday. This one? Next Thursday. Not this coming Thursday. Oh, okay. We just dropped so much in April, you <laughs> forgot where we were. <laughs> hey, you know, we're just getting back on track of not knowing what's happening. It's fine. Here's the it's deal. Fine. I never know what's happening and I just kind of wing it. So what? I can't tell when editing your episodes. <laughs> oh, no, she can't. And on that note, Rebecca, tell us about your topic. Hi. <laughs> Guess what I have? Random, Random facts with, with Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. And I'm super fucking salty. So this is going to be interesting. Amazing. Oh, God. Can't wait. <laughs> no. I don't know if I should be excited or scared. Small yes. fun fact about me. I'm a medical device person. I am intimately familiar with medical devices. Guess what we're talking about today? Medical, medical devices. devices. Fucking medical devices that were terrifying as shit. Like, why were these ever used? Oh, God. <coughs> why do I feel like the little hand chainsaw for... There are thousands of reasons these were bad ideas. And we're going to cover some of them today. Amazing. I wrote... Won't rant, rant too much, but... Lobotomy. Okay. Lobotomies. <laughs> so... First up, during research, I came across a tool that was used for hernias. I have no idea how it worked. You can't tell by looking at it. Because it looked like an awful love child that spawned from a steampunk stapler and a compass. Oh, my God. It made zero sense. I don't know how it worked. A steampunk stapler and a compass. Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. I should have wrote that down. But when, you, when I say compass, you know what I mean? Like the drawing compass to make circles. Oh, no. Yes. Not what I pictured. It doesn't direct your hernia north. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it directs it south and, you, and then you can just poop it out. That's not how hernia... That's not... No. It just Steam draws punks, a circle around it instead? Steampunk stapler. Compass medical device when Googled says, it looks like there any, aren't any great matches for your search. You don't Aww. say. Just wait until this episode posts. I'll purposely put that. I'll be the only thing that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> I know how SEO works. Moving on. Steam no, I don't. Staplers. This is just a hot mess of weird things I found that made me angry. So I came across an article that described early speculums. Oh, no. Can I just say... <laughs> <laughs> you can I, they were it described them as frilly looking sort of inverted salad tongs which <laughs> if it doesn't sound like a torture device that gives you tetanus and syphilis in the same go i don't know what does oh my goodness these were around in the roman dimes oh. go figure actually saying that the romans were around for a really fucking long, long time so that doesn't give you a good pinpoint in history but whatever i don't care <laughs> Um, Again, super salty. <laughs> salty about speculums. Ew, salty speculums? No. Salty about speculums. Oh. Ma'am. Okay, well, now I'm grossed <laughs> out by salty speculums. So. 
So in the 1500s, there's a syringe that was designed to treat syphilis. That's the one where we put the nose on the face, right? No. Noses are on faces. <laughs> um, no. The arm that, on the face. That's treating a side effect of syphilis. This okay. treated syphilis at the source because it injected mercury. <gasps> that's not a good idea. Up the urethra. Oh! Shockingly, the mercury would kill people before the syphilis did. I mean, technically, you're not dying from syphilis, so when? If I kill you first, the disease won't be what kills you. Solid doctoring. A plus. Love it. That's why I got my degree. So before patient comfort was, you know, an important thing doctored considered, <laughs> dental keys were a thing in the 19th century. If you're about to have dental work, turn off this podcast now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine a shaft with a hook on a hinge. <laughs> this hook would be placed around the tooth and the shaft would be twisted, yanking <sighs> the tooth out. <sighs> Go figure. It was incredibly fucking painful, which makes me wonder why my grandfather, who was a dentist in the late 20th century, had one. Oh, no. Yeah, my dad has it. He showed it to me once. I thought it looked barbaric. I didn't know it was that barbaric. I didn't know how old it was. Why did he have it? What type of person was he? I'm fine. Here's the deal. So this is going to be put on display in your house, correct? Oh, I am asking my dad to send me a picture so we can post it when this episode posts. Because why do we... Why do we have this? My vagina hurt. Um, We're not done with dental devices. Perfect. Also fun is the dental forceps, which are forceps that while holding on to the tooth have this inner shaft that comes down between the jaws to drill into the tooth for what I could only imagine was an early root canal from hell. (gasps) You have made Ashley turtle. I have put off getting a root canal for almost a year and a half now with today's (laughs) technology. My timing is shit. (laughs) My face. Oh, my gosh. That sounds terrible. Was that around the same time as the... uh, Yep. Civil War. Uh, If you're not horribly disgusted and turned into yourself, turned into yourself, turned onto yourself, everything's uncomfortable. It's fine. (laughs) This is not turning me on. No. No. (laughs) Would you guys like to know the next one I found? Uh, No. The tonsil guillotine. (gasps) It does exactly what it sounds like. It's like this lever mechanism action thing that has this blade that comes down over the tonsil that's through the loop. It fell out of favor, not because it was horrifically barbaric, but because it often left pieces of tonsils behind. That's the problem. I'm just trying to picture, like, I still have my tonsils, and, like, if I had to get them removed, I I would not want this, but... Like, my fear would be, what if you guillotine them and then they fell down my throat? You'd be fine. They're not that big. You could swallow them. Also, they're technically digestible. Well, I know, but like... They're only mm. like, I don't know, not even well, the size I know. of a quarter. I know they're tiny, but still. Welcome to the Ladies of Strange, where we go from medical devices <laughs> to eating your own body parts. It's fine. Tiffany can swallow much more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like to know the next one? Yes. No. <laughs> If I say the name, can you guess, try to guess what it's for? <gasps> oh, yes. Fuck. Okay, hold on. I've got my buzzer ready. <laughs> S- Spermatoria ring. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your buzzer sound? <laughs> confused buzzer. <laughs> if I had to pick a sound to describe Tiffany, confused buzzer would be it. <laughs> eh. 
Um, is it something that would ring around your intestines? So the key is in the first syllable, which is sperm. Sperm. I heard Burma. Oh, Burma. Uh, Spermatoria ring. Spermatoria. Spermatoria ring. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. This. It squishes, squeezes your balls off. Yeah. Chop, chop on the cojone stuff. It's an early uh, vasectomy machine that's not reversible. Back in the Victorian era, people used to believe that masturbation or wet dreams could induce blindness and the R word I'm not going to say. To combat these issues, a few inventors came up with a device that neutralizes wang swelling. Oh, that's the no. term used in wing. the article. Swelling. It's a flexible metal band. So imagine this ring and uh. inside the metal band is like this spring that goes around your, you know, happy handle. Um, <laughs> so you put it on audio <laughs> of Rebecca saying happy handle in this world and my life is complete. I'm suffering a mental break, guys. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Never hearing that verbiage on top of Rebecca saying it for the first time has made my life. <laughs> okay. Um, so imagine this ring with a flexible spring inside of it. What you would do is slip it on before, you know, stuff started happening. And as stuff started happening, you'd guess swell up against the springs inside. Well, these springs were slotted. <gasps> that allowed pokey things to go through. Ah! So as things expanded in diameter, ah! you'd get poked. No. That's not cool. Yeah. No, that's terrible. It specifically said it would discourage genital excitement. Why keep living? My rebuttal is it depends on the type of person you are and what you're into. I was about to say, I think that just sounds like a way to develop kinks. But also, like, if you can't enjoy pleasures of the flesh, why are you still alive? What's the point? Uh, I could think of a few things. Would you like to see a picture? Yes. Oh, no. It I looks don't like, like it would, that. Like, just poke you automatically. It looks like a racetrack for a hot wheel car. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Wee! It does. Wee! No wee. Right. That causes owie. That's enough with me. (laughs) That's enough of me breaking everybody. Up next, we have the vaginal washer. Uh, Is that like a um, dental? What's it called? Like a dental dam? Yes. No. I think she means like washer as in like cleanser. Why did I just? (laughs) So (laughs) PSA, vaginas are self-cleaning ovens. You don't need to do this. (laughs) Pretty much. I love listening to you talk about genitalia. <laughs> She's not wrong. A happy handle, an oven, life is good. <laughs> so this thing had a central shaft that would shoot water like a yard sprinkler. You know, like the tube with the holes in it? Uh-huh. Rotating around the central shaft was squeegees. Because apparently the VJJ needs drying too. I mean... Like internally? Yeah. Would you like to see a picture? Yes. Oh. Okay. Ashley's disgusted, but that looks like the first, like, an original style uh, pleasure machine. No, it does not. It It does. Awful. I do not want. How do you clean that? Add a little (laughs) silicone around um, the edges. Here's a little thing about these devices. Absolutely zero people thought about how they could possibly be cleaned because, you know, germs weren't believed to exist until the end of the 1800s because why not? It's just bad air. Stop breathing. I'm fine. Up next. (laughs) 
we have artificial leeches. So when the homeopathic option doesn't really fly with you or leeches just aren't available, people use this thing to let blood when that was a popular method of treatment. The idea is it's a spring-loaded tool to cut into someone to let out their blood. Automated knife. These varied in styles from metal tubes with lots of needles to boxes that had razor blades that were like (gasps) spring-loaded. So you'd like crank them and they'd quickly shoot out like some sort of sadistic jack-in-the-box. No! Quickly causing cuts to let out your blood. Why couldn't you just have somebody just like... This is easier. Okay. I just feel like going to a doctor and just having them be like, ka-ching, 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 with like a scalpel or something. I mean, they look like really cool tools, but they also look like I wouldn't want them near me. Uh Uh-uh. I also wouldn't want leeches near me, though, to be fair. That's fair. Very fair. Up next is ecrasures. Ecrasures. Does it have anything to do with the cranium? No. Uh, So imagine like a stick with a black handle on one end. On the handle is a three-pronged crank, which I was later told looks like a capstan. Thank you to everyone who helped me figure out what the word was. (laughs) Um, This crank pulls on a linked chain, which has a loop at the opposite end of the handle. So like, think you know those things the Humane Society used to catch dogs or like, it looks like that, except it's a chain link at the end and a black ebony handle and it's all metal and you know victorian medically okay i was picturing a skip it i'm glad that you came (laughs) wait was this like the original chainsaw no oh okay are you gonna cover that we'll find out (laughs) so this loop would be placed around something protruding like a hernia or a tumor such as on the uterus or the ovary or in one source the testicles of a horse. What did it do? The handle would be twisted, pulling the chain tight. The idea was to cut off circulation to the protrusion, causing it to die and eventually fall off. No. No. They're they're both just staring at me in uncomfortable silence. I'm not okay with this. So barbaric? Yes. Such as the uterus? Was -hmm. it barbaric? Yes. Did it technically work? Also, yes. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of like... What people are going to think when they're like, oh, when you went to go see the, you know, gynecologist and they had to take a sample. Oh, yeah. They totally just like pinched off a piece of your uterus, not uterus, but just pinched off a piece of you. Like, what do you think a pap smear is? Pap smear is a swab. A swab. Yeah, it's a swab. Yeah, but when they have to take a sample, they like, yeah, like pinch a off biopsy. a piece of your, yeah. If your pap comes back abnormal. Then. Yeah, and then it's not a pap smear. It's... um biopsy yeah it's a biopsy but it's called something else and i'll think of it later she's randomly going to be like vaginal snip (laughs) (laughs) um so would you guys like to know why the acrasure was a popular method of doctors at the time because it was easy they were sick fucks because they thought it was less painful than cutting (laughs) they've obviously never pinched anything before right that's like one of the worst feelings in the world to be fair, they were stylish, being constructed from multiple moving pieces of stainless steel with a fancy ebony handle. I have a note here saying cries a medical device engineer because <laughs> different materials and different moving pieces that you can't disassemble for cleaning is just a breeding ground of bad. It'll get you sick. It'll get people sick and people die. As somebody who had to clean medical devices, no, thank yeah. you. Were they reusable, though? Because the way that it yes. sounded to me was like they left it in there. 
it was the early age of medicine. Everything was reusable. Yeah, they would just like clamp. It was like clamping it until it fell off and then you could reuse it. Because if decayed tissue didn't get someone sick, what would? Right. And it's not like they were cutting it off because it was perfectly healthy or anything. Yeah, it was a protrusion that wasn't supposed to be there. Up next, we have the lithotome cachet. So you know those, you know those grabbing tools, the type you use during trash pickups. Yeah, like yeah. the the T Rex has. Yeah, them. imagine that going up your urethra. Ow! I don't even. Ah! Yes, you do. I know. I know. <laughs> and then you would have a tool that was designed to remove kidney stones, and in some places, cut them. Okay, hold, wait. Hold, I, they didn't have X-rays back then. Nope. Or ultrasounds. Uh huh. So what are they? How are they going in and like removing things that they can't see? Very carefully, because go figure, they had a high chance of puncturing the bladder with this procedure. Ow. I don't like it. Oh, I don't either, but I... Now I'm trying to think of like, (laughs) will catheters be considered barbaric down the road? Because that's not a small tube going up your urethra. Those have come a long way, Mm -hmm. though, from what we used to use instead of metal straws. I I understand that, and that's fine, but... um. One day, they're going to be like, can you believe what they used to do? Well, what else would they do? Yeah, that's how science works. Yeah, that's what this thing is. That's what you do back in whatever time this was. That's what they were saying. And now it's barbaric. Yep. Speaking of barbaric, I told you guys the patient was awake when this happened, right? Ah, no. No. Yeah, this is one of the ones I made a noise when I found it and found out what it does. It scared Gus. I mean, <laughs> Gus is like, no, I don't want it. No, Gus is like, the fuck was sleep. Fair. I mean, if somebody can like shove a hand up your vagina and snip a piece of you off while you're awake, this isn't as extreme. That's not but how that works? That's not how anything I've described so far works. No, I'm talking about the biopsy again. They don't shove their hand up your vagina. They use the I tool. Know. I know. I was being a butt. <laughs> Tiffany, you might need a new doctor. <laughs> We all go to the same doctor. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that this, you know, grabber from hell was used with a lithotomy crutch. So think of this thing as having two cuffs that would be attached to the ankles. In between these, you know, belts of leather cuffs would be this stiff rod. The idea being that the rod would then somehow be tied to the table so that you were continually in basically the footrest position you are when you go to the OBGYN. For this procedure. Gotta keep those legs out of the way. Mm -mm. Uh, uh, I mean, okay, now, to be fair, it sounds crazy thinking about it on top of the procedure that they're doing on top of you being awake. But if you ever actually like look into some of the positions that they have to get you into for surgery when you're under anesthesia. Yeah, it's not really that much different. Being awake and the equipment that they're using in this scenario make it worse. So up next, we have... The error remover. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Is it an eraser? So this was the worst thing. When someone was shot with an arrow, instead of pulling out the arrow, this thing would be used. So there would be three closed blades that would follow the shaft of the arrow into the person until the tip was of the arrow was reached. And from what I understood, once reached, the blades were widened like a speculum, creating a channel for the arrow to be removed. Yeah, this one doesn't bother Not me that much. Not a horrible much. idea. Some of the blades had knives. Just in case. Yeah, if you needed a little, a little extra help. That one's not horrible. That one actually seems pretty 
inventive and like it would be good in on the battlefield and stuff because it seems like it would be something that easy that a lot of different people could use yeah. yeah i'm okay with this one i mean it's they didn't they couldn't knock people out at the time and i mean there were things that you do during surgery that are basically that like it's fine better than them just trying to rip the arrow out of their bodies fair so there is something similar to this for bullets long and skinny it would follow the track made by a a bullet and then once it reached the bullet its inner shaft would then be screwed into the back of the bullet to allow it to be pulled out seems reasonable think about it though yeah screwing into the back of a bullet would not be very easy and on top of that this this device was used or at least created in the 16th century you know what bullets were made of during that time what lead yeah it's soft soft enough for you to screw a medical tool into the back end of the bullet but you know what else drilling and making holes does leaves scrap leaves creates chips of metal so not only are you possibly you know infecting someone because no one cleaned their tools um but you're also leaving lead chips in the open wound which i'm sure is fine extra minimal minerals right right Hey, look, I have a piece of lead from a pencil in my hand since second grade. That's not the same thing. That's graphite. That's graphite. I am a survivor. (laughs) Of of graphite. You are a survivor of graphite. Are you guys ready for the the big thing that started this entire god-awful train of rabbits? I know what it is. So does Ashley. Oh, okay. Yes, I do. Never mind. I was like, how do you know? That's not fair. So Bernard Hein was born August 20th, 1800 in Skromberg, Germany to a tanner. At the age of 10, he became an apprentice of Johann George Hein, who was not only his uncle, but was also considered the father of orthopedics. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. As an apprentice, Bernard was learning how to be an orthopedic mechanic in Würzburg. I think I did that correctly. There's an umlaut above the W, so probably not. After a number of journeys, he took over his own department in his uncle's orthopedic institute. When Johann George, George, whatever, moved to the Netherlands in 1829, Bernhard, together with his cousin, Joseph Hein, became the head of the Wurzburg Institution. In 1837, Bernard Hein married his cousin, who is Johann George's daughter, and Hein. In eight. Uh, she was born in 1801. 1837 i mean i know that was a long time ago so i shouldn't be shocked but like that feels like too too close to be married for, for cousins, cousins. <laughs> oh. too but close you know for cousins that was almost 200 years ago so whatever but this man was famous for creating an osteotome hey i know what that is so little breakdown of the language. Osteo means bone and tome means cut. So osteotome literally means to bone cut. Bone cut cutter. Bone. Here's the thing. A lot of the medical procedures you hear and a lot of the tools that they use, you can tell what they're going to do by their name because Latin root words. Hey. Woo. Only one excited. What is what is word? What is etymol- et- et- etymology? etymology? It is etymology. Yeah. Look at you being all smart. I know. I'm smart. Sometimes. So today, osteotomes look a little bit different. Uh, they come in a variety of sizes and styles. Most of which I've seen are usually things like they look like chisels. They're physically used to cut the bone or they're, they're things like box osteotomes. So imagine a hollow rectangular tube with the end sharpened. And that is used to basically take like a square chunk of bone out. This one was different. 
Gross. It looked a little bit like a mechanical whisk, but instead of whisks <laughs> at the end, it it had a series of moving chainsaw blades. I don't like it. Yeah. So the origin of the chainsaw is debated, as many doctors seem to have vented similar devices around the same time as this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but one of the original uses for this device was childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> As 66% of your favorite podcast knows, pregnancies can get rough and complicated, and that they <laughs> hurt like hell. No, to be fair, some pregnancies are easy peasy, lemon squeezy, like mine. The childbirth part, though. So oh, we're specifically talking about the childbirth. Nothing before that. I mean, and to be fair, I think it's probably closer to about 100% because you've had to listen to our stories. That's not the same thing. Before all the moms in the world at me, I know that's not the same thing. I have not ejected a semi-formed human from my body and do not plan to anytime soon, mom. To be fair, I feel like people who have not gone through it and hear the stories think that it's a thousand times worse than those of us that have been through it because I would do it again tomorrow Okay, if I had to. Endorphins, because... As it was happening, I remember telling Matthew, never again. <laughs> the moment she was on my chest, I was like, oh, yeah, Ten that more. wasn't bad. Let's do that again. Next time I want the mirror. I'm so glad you don't do drugs. Right. <laughs> I know my personality. I would not do well. So pregnancies, specifically childbirth, they can be complicated. Including the baby coming up breach, mm-hmm. which is butt first, or just having a fucking huge head. Mm-hmm. If the baby's head is bigger than the mama's pelvis, you got a problem. In this situation, the baby is basically physically too big to exit the mother. And while there are ways to combat this, disclaimer, not a doctor, I don't actually know how this works, but I do know one of the ways they do combat this is a C-section. Mm-hmm. Or a vacuum. Or, mm-hmm. oh. Okay. <laughs> If the baby was too big, the doctor had the option of using this bone saw to physically remove a part of the mother's pelvis to allow more room for the baby. Oh. Huh. oh. Ow. This is known as a symphysiotomy. Uh-uh. Before the chainsaw, this was done with a small knife. Ow. With a small Mother knife. Fucker. It's bone. Mm-hmm. It was messy, complicated, and hurt like hell since the doctor would be doing this while you were serving an infection notice to your about-to-be newborn. How did they not hurt the baby? I was just thinking that the chainsaw blades around the baby, because there's not a lot of room down there. So, like, unless you're, like, my kid and you're like, oh, no, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And take a look around. No, thank you. Go back in. I know, right? No, thank you. Um, so there's some discussion that this was done because cesareans are a relatively new procedure, as in 1900s, 2000s. But cesareans are recorded to have happened in Egyptian, Greek, and Roman cultures. So it's a little unclear to me because, again, not a doctor or a historian, if they were discovered or thought of and then just fell out of vogue or well, favor I mean, Dr. Or James Berry performed cesarean. I wonder if it was, like, frowned upon because... You have to think there's even people still to this day that think that it's like, quote unquote, ungodly. And it's the 
quote, easy way out. So I wonder if back then they were that frowned upon that they would be, you know, they tried to find any way that they could deliver them vaginally. Okay, but why are cesareans considered ungodly when we live with things like AC and modern day plumbing, which aren't godly? You know, it's natural pooping in a bush. (laughs) A flaming bush. I was about to say that's why they caught it on fire. Don't get me started on all natural things. You know what? You know what's all natural? Bee venom and rabid polar bears. (laughs) Are rabid polar bears a problem? I don't know. (laughs) They're both natural, though. Um, Fair. Since we're on the topic, cesareans, I believe one day will be considered very barbaric because if you've ever watched one, oh boy. I made the mistake of watching a video of a cesarean while I was pregnant, while I was out of town. I called my husband in tears, sobbing. Yeah, it's one thing to look up while you're curious, but a good rule of thumb is if you're about to have a procedure, maybe just don't look it up. Yeah. Maybe wait Uh, until you've completely healed, got the all clear, and then go back and look into it. Kudos to all those who have had cesareans, because that is not the easy way out, honey. More... Uh, more power to you, hun. So those are my facts. I those feel were better. Fun. That was cathartic. I have was... a new word for male genitalia. Happy <laughs> handle. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was so good. That now, made the episode worth it. This this was a good one. I am um very uncomfortable, but yeah. it is kind of cathartic. And now I'm just thinking about all the procedures I know of. And how barbaric they're going to seem in 100 oh, years. Because yeah. like even with all the advances we made in surgery, and even though they're some of the most like reliable and like high success rate surgeries, orthopedic surgery is insane. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Watching a doctor just like take a hammer to a tool that's in your body is fun. And it, 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 it works. It's fine. It has a high success rate, but also, what the hell? Yeah. Right? And whenever a doctor's trying to do something, he's like lifting the patient well, off yep. the table. I was just about to yeah. say, that's the part that got me the only OR I ever went to. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's, it's a cadaver, so I think it was a bit more floppy than a full corpse, but a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, is there something you want to tell us? That when I went to the OR, it was with Cadaver Lab. So, um, I was in an OR. Okay, we're getting way off track. We need to let our lovely listeners go after I made them suffer through that. That's fine. On that note, uh, it was not a corpse. I've never seen one of those. Uh, you've seen a corpse. Oh, yeah, I have. People die. Um, (laughs) it's not funny, but it kind of is. On that note, remember, friends, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics, uh, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, uh, theladiesestrange.com. And you can congratulate me for making Ashley uncomfortable for once. Or you can email your congratulations to theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, tell your friends about us. I'd really appreciate that. And, you know, tell Ashley what a corpse is. That'd be cool. (laughs) Um, I figured it out now. Keep it strange. Lovelies. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Damn it. Forgot about that. (laughs) 
Oh, damn it, man.